0: Welcome. Today is Sunday, June 15th, and this is Episode 1 of the Technology Equals Equality Podcast, brought to you by Laurie Brooks Management. Welcome and thank you so much for joining me for this first episode. I am Lori Brooks of Lori Brooks Management and I will be your host. As this is the first episode, it's going to be a little bit different from the format of the remaining shows to come. In this episode, I want to tell you a little bit about my journey as an entrepreneur and why I've created this podcast. So, I am, first and foremost, a podcast addict. Thank you to Amy Porterfield, fellow podcaster, for coining that phrase. I'm not sure if there's a self-help group for that yet, but... Maybe I should start one. Anyhow, my cure was creating this podcast. My journey as an entrepreneur started off as a single parent. I was employed full time, making good money and attempting to work my way up the ladder as most of us try to do initially. My daughter was attending an extended day, daycare, which allowed me the ability to work. I hated having to leave her, never mind for almost nine plus hours a day, with my commute included. I mean, in 2005, as my daughter started school, I really had to find a way to deal with the kindergarten schedule. If any of you are listening, our parents near the greater Boston area, I'm sure you already understand this part of my story. But for those of you who don't, I'm going to break it down really quick. At least twice a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays for my daughter, she would have half days and be released from school at 1130 in the morning. The remaining three days of the week, she would be released at 2.50 in the afternoon. Now, with the multitude of school vacation weeks and scattered holidays, when is a single parent supposed to work? The summer before school began, I made the decision to find a way to have a schedule that I could manage and work around. I saw an ad in a newspaper for a real estate exam, and the cost of the course, materials, and test fees at the time were really affordable. So, I studied night and day, and I had my license before the end of the following month. I found a position with one of the first web-based real estate companies here in Massachusetts, and I began work in September, like a day or two after my daughter had started school. I closed on six condos before the second week in December, but commission checks are slowed with real estate. I mean, as you can imagine, bills were beginning to pile up, and I landed in the hospital with pneumonia. At the same time, my laptop crashed. So, I couldn't even accomplish working remote from the bed, and to top it all off, I was not bright enough even then to back up any of my info anywhere. Why? I don't know, I can't answer that, people, but as you can imagine, I gave up on real estate and decided to return to full-time employment. I begged my parents to assist with the pickup on half days for the remaining couple of months of school, and I returned to the insurance industry. So, fast forward a couple of years, now married and still working in the insurance industry, my husband and I, like many, were constantly working to make ends meet. In 2009, my body decided once again to dictate a quick chapter, and instead of a financial collapse, like most experienced, we had a health collapse, and I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. I was placed on a much-needed medical leave. But not having my income during this leave was not going to work. It's a stress-induced illness, and this was just making things (laughs) even worse. So I realized early on that my health was not going to allow me to return to the workplace, you know, on a full-time basis. But I had to figure something out, and that's when I decided I was really going to just work for myself. So I began doing contract trade you know, contracted work for uh, financial agents and researching how other people began businesses with no personal investment. I was only doing this because we had no money to invest in starting a business. None. We were, in my mother's eyes, robbing Peter to pay Paul every month. There's only so much that you can cut back on coupon and bargain hunt for and we knew supplementing our income was the only thing we would be able to do to relieve the financial stress that we were beginning to feel one afternoon my mother had given me a book it was the money book for the young fabulous and the broke by susie orman I mean, the book provides some really solid planning ideas, and it even attempts to provide an individualized action plan to get you on your way to becoming young, fabulous, and far from broke. It's still a rather generalized approach at telling us all what we knew long before we got to where many of us are today. Get a good education and a job and a career. Do your best to avoid, you know, to avoid spending frivolously. Track your dollars so that you know where they're going. Use auto pay. Save every penny you can, and try to have as much saved tax-free as possible. Our generation is not as financially illiterate as some would like to believe. Most of us understand a debt-to-credit limit ratio and the impact on our FICO. We understand the long-term concepts of finding a career you love and going for it, but we have no idea how. We're already broke, and that's what it is that most people fail to recognize. Everyone tells you that the pennies exist somewhere to be saved, but where are these imaginary income sources coming from? It's 2014. And we all need to be a little more realistic when thinking about the future. The idea of having any sort of hefty, all-inclusive retirement package handed to us, with a position we love, is not a reality for most of us. We have to build our futures in as free-standing a manner as we can. My husband and I understand broke. We started out broke. And I don't think anyone would classify us as even wealthy at this point. But... We know we can help people in a far more realistic 2014 approach. We are young, but we've lived long enough to know that learning from others' mistakes is far easier than getting caught up in your own. We knew we wanted to help other entrepreneurs. The problem was, as a consultant with no office and a limited budget, I was meeting with clients in coffee shops or bookstores, and this required a large amount of travel on my part. Travel that my health would not allow for. I had to take the pain from my situation and find a solution conducive to my health, and that's how Laurie Brooks Management and this podcast came to be. This podcast is not designed to assist you in getting rich quick, but I promise, you will learn at least one lesson from my life, and learn how to kiss the land of, I pretend I don't see the emailed alerts about my bills, goodbye. Goodbye. This show is designed to help you figure out how to begin your entrepreneurial journey. There are so many people looking for some sort of online work-at-home job. Right now, there are millions of people working part-time or completely unemployed due to the economy. And this is so unnecessary. People, we can and should be employing ourselves. Stop letting other people and situations direct your life. You may have thought about starting a business and just don't have an idea. Or you have an idea and have no idea where to begin with your idea. You may have even assumed it was too expensive or too hard to start a business. I want to clarify a couple of things for you right now. Starting a business online is no longer expensive. Take some time to review your local and state laws. There have been a number of changes which have made starting your own business easier now than ever. In fact, starting a business online is the easiest, most cost-effective method of becoming a business owner. Many people tell me that starting a business is just too difficult, but things have changed just like I said, hence the name of the show, Technology Equals Equality. It's 2014. Starting a business is not expensive, and it is not hard. It is tedious. If you can read, point, and click, yeah. You, too, can start a business of your very own. This podcast is going to explore all the ways you can go about starting an online career. Each week, we will explore one of the four foundation points of building your first online income, your mindset, organization, creation, and growth. I'll provide you with actionable tips and advice for taking your next step. I will interview other entrepreneurs to learn about how they started and what inspired and motivated them to do so. I'll also explore the day-to-day operations of their business and how they stay organized. Lastly, we will explore the pain in their industry and find out what they need to help them in the future. That's my favorite part of the show. We really discuss the pain. The ins and outs, the ups and downs, providing our listeners with the ideas for new businesses. Exciting. Yes, but with this, we also provide our guest with a host of listeners who I am hoping will ultimately be getting ready to solve their problems with their new businesses. This will help those of you whom have had a hard time choosing a solid idea to start your business, as well as providing you with actionable tips and advice for keeping you and your business organized. The show is designed for you, the student looking to create some extra cash online. Or you, the unemployed, frustrated, former employee of a position you didn't like in the first place. Or you, the stay-at-home mom or dad who can't stand the thought of someone else raising your kid, and why should you? You, the budding entrepreneur who's looking for growth. And you, the disgruntled employee who knows that there is more to life. I want you to send us your questions each week. Each week, I will submit a new question in our Facebook group, and I'll also tweet it out to all of our followers as well. And if you have an idea for a show, visit my website, or you can follow me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Google+, just search for Lori Brooks Management. If you have an industry you would like for us to explore on the show, please be sure to send us a note. You can connect with us on any of the social networks or feel free to send me an email. I'll be sure to post a summary of each interview on our website when an episode is live and we'll also include links to every guest so you too can connect with them directly as well as any of the resources mentioned during the show. We're also going to go ahead and have surprise drawings for those of you who are on our email list. So don't forget to sign up at our website at lauribrooksmanagement.com. So I hope you will all join me for our second episode on When We Talk Mindset with our very first guest, Jeet Banerjee, who has created multiple online businesses. He's a consultant, and there are so many amazing things. And to top it all off, this kid is young. I can't wait to introduce him to all of you. Thanks again for listening, and I really can't wait for next week. If you're looking forward to episode two, please tell everyone you know. For a quick tweet to tell your friends, visit lauriebrooksmanagementcom forward slash tell all. Thanks, guys, and have a great weekend.